0: There we go. Okay. Hello. Wednesday Wendigos slash Thursday Warriors slash whatever. Doesn't really <laughs> matter. I don't, I don't think it really matters.
1: You sound so positive, John. I, so positive. I
0: mean, <laughs> I mean, I am. I mean, I you know, I, I think it's it's cool, but, you know. Oh, my! So, uh, today's episode, we are calling Ahsoka and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I am not going to spoil that for anybody yet. We'll talk about the spoilers at the end of the show, because we're going to talk comics. Um, but, first, I have a lot of cool shit to talk about. Oh. Uh, First, reminder, this Saturday, the Waterfront's anniversary sale, um, which means 10% off a lot of stuff and half-off dollar books. Um, Back issues, bull case books, toys, gaming, graphic novels, manga, and statues.
1: And you get to give Chip a big hug.
0: No. <laughs> Please don't do that. I don't. I really do
1: that. Know how much no. he loves human contact. <laughs>
0: uh, also at the waterfront at the end of the month, um, the la- I believe it's actually on the 30th or 31st, uh, Ethan Sachs will be there. Uh, he is the writer of Haunted Girl. He's also done Star Wars Bounty Hunters. Um, a couple other books, but it's not loading the the information that I actually want, so I can't tell you. Ah, uh, the secret warehouse sale, though, is the following weekend. While Justin and I are in New York, Todd will be fending for himself at the Todd Lair in Elwood. Um, it's like close to four hundred thousand books, dollar a piece. Most of it's semi sorted. Um, definitely check it out. Three hundred bucks for a box plus tax. Um, building is not temperature controlled. So please make sure that you check that out. Um, also, that's that is kind of kind of not in our normal wheelhouse of things, um, but still cool. Oh, don't forget Fear Fest! Sorry, Fear Fest. Fear Fest is the 21st of October in the warehouse from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Um, if you're a vendor of oddities and weird stuff, please apply at our website too. Get your booth. Um it's usually a good time. Like one time we had like a fire breathing midget. Um one time we had someone who sold like animal fetuses.
1: Uh, Use the correct verbiage, John. It's short person. It's you can't call them midgets. Oh,
0: it's sorry. Not midget. Sorry, my bad. Dwarf. It's actually dwarf. dwarf. Dwarf is dwarf, dwarf it is. Sorry. Fire breathing dwarf. My bad. Um I was always <laughs> You Know whenever you talk about sideshows, you always think about midget is the word, and I'm sorry for using that. I hope I didn't offend anybody in my bed.
1: Uh, it's covering anyway, our bases here. <laughs> the warehouse
0: is, but we're also going to open the dollar room in the warehouse that day, all day, starting at noon. So from noon till one or noon till 11 p.m., you'll be able to shop all day long. That's your last chance of the year, so make sure you check that out. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. Well, okay,
1: would like to thank the Hall of Fame City Con. Oh yeah. Uh, so it was very busy. Uh, yeah. We weren't necessarily busy, but the well, I mean, con itself was busy. Yes, there were a
0: lot of lookers. There were yes. a lot of people. There were a lot of people there, which was good. Yes, but Just not everybody came for, for comics. Or yeah. or for the comics that we had,
1: yes, um, that's true.
0: You know that's, but that's kind of the name of the game. Sometimes you don't bring the right stuff, and that's true. Sometimes the wrong people but, walk in the door. So,
1: but it was an excellent show. You yeah, know, yeah, oh yeah. Vendor, everybody was super nice. The hotel was nice. You know the whole nine yeah. yards. It was, it was a nice yeah. little one day show.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um. Also, I'd like to thank uh. Pittsburgh gaming, retro gaming. Uh, I went out there on Sunday. Um, that was awesome. Um, Alex and his team put on a great show. Um, I got to play some games that I haven't played since college, which was awesome. Uh, I also got to walk around in my Star Trek Lower Decks uniform and uh, take my phaser rifle and play Duck Hunt with it. Um, I also <laughs> shot at the uh, the State of Marshmallow Man, which was awesome. So uh, it was a lot of fun. Anyway, so um, I had something else. Shit. I cannot remember what it was or what it is, but uh, I'm going to pick up my guitar tomorrow in Baltimore. So go. everybody gets to see it next week. It's going to be awesome. Oh, that's that's what it is. So next week, I don't know if we're going to do a show. Uh, Yes,
1: because we won't know if we'll have Wi-Fi. It's not necessarily the computer issue (laughs) because you and me can like kind of share the laptop and it wouldn't be an issue. It's we don't know what the Wi-Fi situation will be like in New York because I don't think we'll be the only ones broadcasting from the area. Yeah, who knows? We might not, get like a huge boost, but
0: well, also the the week after that, we're going to be doing it in the morning, uh, because I have to go to Virginia to pick up a lot of shit. So, um, yeah, just so you guys know, uh, it's going to be two weeks of weird after this one. So, um, yeah. But that's okay. I think we'll be okay.
1: Yeah. So, well, anyways. by the time we get back to normal time, we'll have what there's a ton of announcements now that the writer strike is over yeah. and the the i think the actors is also over i think nope. they just actors is still going. it's still going on okay as as I, I know go, that is. they were working on it i know they're yeah. still doing negotiations so you know so everything's back up and running again so we're going to hear about the shows and the the series that everybody's working on and this, that, and well, the other. L- Loki
0: so. starts next week, so we'll see how yes. that goes.
1: Yeah, and Soka right. ended this week, so.
0: <laughs> Let's talk comics so we can talk Soka, because okay, we're on a time crunch today, guys. I haven't been okay. after this, and I need at least 10 minutes to pee and grab something to eat. Like, my head. <laughs> anyway, refocus on what I'm doing. All right. Okay. My first book, The Long Awaited Return. Transformers one by Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer. Mike Spicer literally just covers it. Everything else is Daniel Warren Johnson. Uh well the lettering is not. The lettering is uh Russ Wooten. So um yeah, this book is so good. Um for anyone who loves Gen 1 Transformers. This book is going to be amazing because it is pretty much Spike and this other girl like go exploring because Spike's dad's a drunk and they end up in the ark. The ark has where all the Transformers are. Um, star, uh, uh, Jetfire, Jetfire turns on Teletrain One, which then starts rebuilding people because that's what Teletrain One does. And uh, Jetfire's been—it's been like a, almost a thousand years since he's gotten to find them. Which this is where he—he he came, he got there from Void Rivals. So pay attention to the the stuff. <clears throat> so. The first one to be rebuilt is Starscream. Uh, Starscream blows a hole in in, in Bumblebee's face. Um, him and Jetfire have a fight. Optimus Prime wakes up. Optimus Prime and uh, uh, Starscream have a big fight. Um, Ratchet gets up, uh, and so does Skywarp. <laughs> Everybody starts fighting. Um, Soundwave shows up like he he gets put back together they toss all the tra- all the autobots in the back of the trailer of optimus prime um and uh like it's it's mostly a fight scene between big robots and then they're like what are these little creatures so they save the humans drive out of telitrain or out of the ark um jetfire blows up Teletran 1 so that no more Transformers can be made with Teletran 1. <clears throat> but that doesn't mean that everybody else is going to help. Uh, there's a really good scene or and then the Decepticons are trying to find Energon so that they can keep building their people. And the one with the most Energon in his reserves is Starscream. The Starscream goes to an oil rig, which is where Spike's dad is working. And the, the last page is just fucking awesome. That's all I'm going to tell you. You should go check it out yourself. Um, there's a really cool letter from Daniel Warren Johnson in there that talks about why he loves Transformers the way he does. Um, there are covers for all kinds of awesome stuff. both G.I. Joe um, and more Transformers stuff. Um, I I'm giving this book The biggest bowl of uh, the sweetest cereal I can think of. Um, Frosted Flakes with chocolate milk in it. (laughs) And that's it. Like, it's just, but it's a big fucking bowl. It's like the bowl that you can fit the whole box in, right? Because this is like my Saturday morning growing up vibe like, all over the place, and I am in love with it. It is so good. All right, your first book.
1: All right, well, uh, this is my first kind of realm in the uh, the Marvel, uh, like, cosmic, magical universe. I'm more familiar with DC than I am with Marvel stuff other than Doctor Strange, uh, but, this this is like an intro to new characters, new concepts. Uh, Hickman is literally rewriting all of this. So, um, it starts out uh, this individual that's on the cover is talking to Dr. Strange and asking, "Well, are you good? You know, are you bad?" And then it does, like, there's a lot of flashbacks in this. So there's a flashback from uh, 10 years ago. And uh, what's his name here? Um, well, his his name's not even, like, mentioned until, like, halfway through the book. Um, but you find out his name's Wynn. Uh, he is accompanied by a kid named Dimitri. Uh, apparently, they are uh, emissaries from the net, the avatar of the powers that be, uh, which I guess is a new concept that Hickman is using for uh, represent. Like they're re- they represent like uh, fate and eternity and all that crew. I guess these are their their secondary in command or whatever their representation we're not really sure yet like who these guys are uh but they end up investigating um this party uh that ends up with these uh interdimensional um beings that used people who have magic like magical abilities to feed off of Um, that's not what they had a problem with uh the problem was was that they were, they brought a uh, demon into the uh earth realm i guess if, if we're gonna go that route um and apparently this demon's very uh cthulhu-esque um it's a lot of brand new concepts so i guess if you've never been into it like me uh, this is like a good starting point of you don't know what's quite going on, but it's explained well throughout the book, like who they represent, how powerful they are. Um, so, um, you fat you, they deal with this demon. Uh, they go to this bar. Uh, where this uh, beautiful uh, white-haired late uh, woman, uh, whose name is a- Ako, um, and I guess her and uh, Win are married, um, but apparently they—it's like a Romeo and Juliet type thing where she's on the natural order of things, which is like they are the yin to yang. Of the uh, the powers that be. Um, so. They don't. He doesn't want to get divorced. She's like I know. But she's like. I do love you. But she's like this has to happen. So she ends up. Like manifesting a gun. And shoots him right in the head.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: So then it flashes back. To present. Um, and they're in front of Doctor Strange's place. Uh they're greeted by Wong and Wong. Wong! Wong, Wong. but comic Wong, not MCU Wong. Uh, good so <laughs> but they get they go in the sanctum and they're transported into uh I forget what there was. Uh, the forest of something or other uh i didn't write it down i probably should have but uh it's like the who's who of cosmic uh magical beings in marvel uh you see dr doom you see dr strange you see uh mr fantastic there because he's a genius um Black Panthers there, T'Challa's there. Like, they're, it's like the who's who of everybody meeting and they're talking about a Babylon event. Um, and apparently, this event is very, you know, uh, end of days type deal. Uh, and of course, this event happens. I'm not going to get into too much detail, but I'll leave that to you. Uh, but they ultimately win. Um, but the, it goes back to the conversation where Stephen Strange is like, well, are you good or are you bad? And apparently Wynn is like a thousand years old. So he's like, I've seen it all. He's like, I've seen good, I've seen bad. You know, hes he's very, he reminds me of a combo of Doctor Strange and John Constantine. He has that okay. very, he's that very street level guy. Uh, With the attitude, I almost want him to have an English accent, but I don't think he does. I think he's just kind of an American, like American. So, you know, it's a shame because I could think of John Constantine going, you know, bugger off and shit like that. It's, But he has the same attitude. Uh, That's what I'm picking up from this book. Um, I'm going to give this like a solid two scrambled eggs. Uh, two reasonably well uh, made pieces of bacon and uh, two slices of toast. Like this is a solid book. It's an interesting beginning for this series. I'm probably not going to buy this, but I'm going to read these just to see where this goes. Because with Hickman, you just don't know. But if he's bringing in all these new concepts, I think it's something to get, uh, sink your teeth into a little bit.
0: All right. Well, my next book is the new golden age special edition. This was really cool. Like not going to lie. um, so it starts off, like, it all has to do with Helena Wayne. And then there's, like, a, they call him the Stranger, But he's kind of like Sandman, like Mor- Morpheus Sandman. Um, and then it hops through time. So you get to see, like, the moment where they're taking the Justice League of America photo around the table. And they're all kind of talking about stuff. And they make Dr. Fate tell everybody how many kids they're going to have um and the helmet goes nuts um and then it fast forwards to like 3022 where it's the new justice society in the future and like there someone dies and it is an amazing death scene like i was like holy shit was not expecting that <laughs> um there are then it goes back fast peskin that it's like a mid part um and like power girl and Starman come in and they're just like hey we're gonna go do this thing and beat this guy up and they're like please don't uh and then it goes to a, the the current doctor Fate guy like the, the egyptian kid mm-hmm. um and he like is trying to get into this magic club with uh detective chimp but they won't let detective chimp in because he doesn't have shoes um and it just kind of goes around and around and around it talks about a red lantern from the time of <coughs> the justice society which I was like really does that exists uh, there's a cool moment where Helena Wayne realizes her dad is Batman because he walks in a room and she stabs him in the, in the side and he's like I'm Batman <laughs> and then she just goes does mom know because <laughs> that's Helena Wayne, who is Catwoman and, um, Bruce's child. Uh, there's a cool. There's a lot of Doctor Fate in this. If you're into Doctor Fate, you should check this out. So Justin, you need to read this book. Um, and then there's a bunch of, like, it even has Watchmen stuff in here, which is cool. Huh. Um, yeah. So then it, it cuts to um like it shows you a bunch of like uh like good guy like heroes from there and bad guys with like the red lantern, Mr. Miracle's gonna be in here, Salem the witch girl, the boom, who is the girl like the speedster girl, um, which is weird because she has short hair. Um, but then there's also samplers from Wesley Dobbs, Sandman. Which is really good. Uh, this preview was real, real, real good. Jay Garrick Flash number one preview, which is also good. Where the Boom is his sidekick. Um, so he gets a, a Wally West basically. The the art in it looks uh, maze Balls. I'm trying to see. Oh, let me see if I can see who did that real quick. Uh, Diego. Ortigu, the artist. Jeremy Adams is the writer. Anyway, the art, the artist, phenomenal. The Green Lantern Alan Scott preview though was super cool, and uh, and it's it's keeping in the theme of Alan Scott was gay, so it works out for the book, works out for the continuity. I really enjoyed it. Um, I am giving this. Oh man. Um full on English breakfast and a cup of coffee. English. That's That's uh that's because old people eat the English breakfast. So, and this so is over the golden age. For <laughs> uh, the golden
1: age. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, um but it's really good. Wear- I really enjoyed it. So,
1: you could have went with pudding or something. It's like no, it's so old that old people terrible. have to eat pudding for breakfast.
0: It's like, no. <laughs> no. I mean, I could just do steak and eggs because that's probably a golden age breakfast. That, breakfast.
1: that would fit so, the timeline. There you go.
0: Steak and eggs. Yeah. Steak, steak and eggs. eggs. There we go. It's black coffee. That's all you
1: there get. There we go. Yeah. So,
0: There's a very, very good Check a it out. Fruit. It's like four, it's like four <laughs> books in one, which is the cool part. It's huge and it's only four ninety nine. That's so, nice. it, yeah. it was worth the money if you're into, like, the Justice Society of America. It's very, very good. Yeah. I definitely recommend it. So check it out.
1: All right. We got uh, Masters of the Universe, The Forge of Destiny. Uh, I totally forgot that you did number one. But... Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm aware. Well... I caught up so I I read both and I'm like oh okay. Um so where it left off from one is the mass uh the Eternians are getting attacked by the the Gar um they don't they still don't know why there's no clue. Um and of course Adam turns into He-Man and he's trying to help everybody and he's trying to keep the peace. Uh, Dash is still in the coma. Um, and his mother's sit there and does the whole morning, you know, she's crying. And you know, um, the I guess the uh, the wanted of Adam for this horrendous crime that he committed, it he's being framed for by Skeletor and Evil Lynn, <clears throat> excuse me. Is still going on. Uh Evil and Skeletor are fighting over the artifact that they stole uh, off of Dash. Well, that ha- they had dash steel. Um basically, evelyn wants to kind of uh one up Skeletor. Uh so uh Skeletor has the artifact and he goes off and is trying to do something. Uh he doesn't tell Evil anything. Uh, Evil Lynn goes and with magic wakes up Dash. Using um, that's basically the end of the book. This is a lot of like, there's a good section of this book with the mourning period of Dash and his mother. So it's a little boring, you know, uh, but it's progressing with the story. It's a lot of laying the foundation of what's coming next. Uh, I don't mind this. I like it. Um, it works well so far. I'm assuming, I'm um, taking a wild guess. This is like an alternative universe, by the way, from the first book that it gave that not all, this isn't like the OG uh, He-Man that we know and love. This is a different universe altogether. So, uh, but I'll give this like a solid. I'll give this like dippy eggs uh, with English muffin and orange juice. Interesting. It, it's,
0: it's, it's. No, I'm saying interesting good. dippy eggs with an English muffin. That's like something you don't ever see together.
1: Oh, I. Why would you used, dip the
0: English muffin?
1: Like, oh, you dip it, in, dip the, the you dip it in the egg. You dip it yeah, in the egg. Yeah, but it's usually
0: toast because toast is bigger than English muffin.
1: Yeah, but the you get the crevices that the dippy goes into. It's good. It's good stuff. I used to eat it when I was a kid. It's good like that. Uh, but no, it's this is fine. It's like I said. I want to see where this is going, so we'll see.
0: Cool. Uh, all right. I guess now we're gonna talk about Mando or not Mando. Okay. yeah Woo. <laughs> sorry it'll i'll well, a long day
1: well first and foremost like the series overall um a hell of a lot better than boba fett like grand scheme of things overall better storytelling i will totally give it that better storytelling and world building
0: like, I think just, that. I don't know if I would say that. I would say that they, they I, I, I think the world building I can agree with because it's world building in the sense of like, like you did, they didn't, there was really like, there was only one other episode with Soka in it at all, right? Yeah. And that was in the second season of Mando. Like, Boba Fett had a lot of Mando stuff in it. So, it just... They they were more fluid in how they built this, I think. And, um... To me, like, I thought the directorial stance of this was more consistent and well done than, um than pretty much any of the other stuff, to be honest. Like, yeah. I like this almost as much as I like, like, Mando, like... Season seasons. one. <laughs> that, no, that, I didn't that... actually like season one. I like season two better. Because season one was very, where the fuck is the story going? Yeah. Um. The reason I think I like this was because a lot of it was... It felt like I was just watching someone play a video game. Like it felt very video game.
1: This felt more like the movies too. Like, am I wrong about this? This felt more epic.
0: I don't think less. I think, it felt, I think it felt more like a video game than a, than a movie.
1: But it felt better than the Mando series, where Mando was more. You could. It was more television made, like the the way they clipped it the way everything was, the settings and everything, it felt a little bit more television, made for television, than I think Ahsoka, you probably could have made a damn movie out of this, and it probably would have did damn well. Uh, But...
0: I don't know, like, so there were were parts that I thought were kind of throwaway and then there were parts that I thought were a little too, like, like, oh, you're doing that because, like, you know, everybody else is doing it the same, like, doing that kind of stuff. So, um, like, for instance, uh, uh, Hera is, like, barely fucking used. Like, at all. Like, I'm like you have Mary Elizabeth Winstead in this, and you're barely gonna use that character. Cool. Well, I mean, I've never, I never saw the cartoons though. So, um,
1: uh, I, I think she was in a big part. The problem is, it, it's more of a, again, kind of going back to it's more Jedi esque than.
0: Um, well, it was like. We're gonna have three season where three, three episodes where Hera is important, three or four episodes, and then we're gonna go. We're gonna gonna replace her with Ezra, and we're gonna completely just forget about Hera. Like, and it was just super I weird. Think that. I, think
1: I thought that was that.
0: weird. Um, I thought that part was weird. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just thought it was weird. Um, but overall, I think it was a very well done show. Um, like I said, it felt like a video game, so it like a video game story so i think it flowed Mm. really well um
1: can you see a season two out of this because i I can't yeah
0: well they have to because like they still have to explain where they were well okay so time where the first
1: order came from spoiler spoiler
0: time we're gonna talk (laughs) about spoilers now so if you don't want to hear this Mm -hmm. turn your shit off Mm. okay so we have to find where where Thrawn is to have the like th- where Thrawn ends up so and what part he plays in the first order, right? And then um the like in and, and then so if if Ezra's back with the rebellion, where the hell are hit him and Hera during the, the sequel trilogy um, do Ahsoka and uh, Hu Yang and Sabine get off the planet and like do they just go back into another Star Whale and go to town like like, what's and just like pray they get back because I thought that was kind of shitty at the end where she's just like no we're here now and I'm just like didn't you get there by a star whale? Just get in a fucking star whale and go
1: home. Like what the hell? Yeah, but they were so, being shot at and everything. And well, not shot at. There was that lion mines and stuff. So we don't know if they're gonna ever come back. Again, they're they're considered super rare anomalies. They're not you're not, oh, it's like they're all over the place here. No, that's right, not but the other Like, to go.
0: like you're just just do it. Just get in a whale. We all know the whales are going there to <laughs> die anyway. I'm sure one will take you home real quick. Like, there were just there were parts where I was just like, Bee! but it 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 ended well and it stuck the landing. It just was kind of like, really? Really. And yeah. like like, or okay, so here are the things that I'm gonna say that are Going, going to be very controversial for people, so
1: <laughs> that's where you're gonna get fact, we're gonna get the nasty comments on YouTube, <laughs> right?
0: So the fact that the season had to have, and I mean, I loved it, but it had to go, oh, well, we've done all this other stuff where we've brought like people in from all the all past stuff, we did it with Spider Man, we did it with uh. Doctor Strange. We did it with the Flash. We're gonna bring Hayden Christensen back, and we're just gonna
1: come on. That's
0: (laughs) I. But I. But I liked it for the story. The way they did it in the story was well done. The way, like, and I don't think they did it just to do it. They did it because
1: it fit. Right. Part of the unlike
0: Spider-Man three, when they couldn't think of a good idea for the movie, so they had to be like, "Oh, we're gonna bring back the other." So, um, then they're like, "You know what else worked really well? Zombies. Let's make zombies." So,
1: (laughs) okay, I agree. That was that was kind of
0: like, like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" There's zombie (laughs) fucking stormtroopers. Like, like seriously? (laughs) Like what? it
1: was you so know what weird. The next Hasbro figure is gonna be oh, I can't. I can't <laughs> the next HasLab. It's it's oh. gonna be it's gonna be the tower with a bunch of the zombie troopers. It, that's what the next HasLab is gonna be.
0: <laughs> can't wait for my five hundred first friend to be like, "Come a zombie trooper."
1: <laughs> Look at this um, one. I painted the little gold face. Right, thing onto right. one. Ooh. I
0: I did like I do like that. They're bringing Dothmere into into play yes. like I hope yes I I really hope and I don't know if he's dead dead or not by this by then because again if I didn't Darth watch Maul? if Darth Maul's dead dead yet no.
1: he is still is alive it? according to the if you're going like all the canon stuff he lives long enough to fight Kenobi when Kenobi was like late fifties, early sixties. Oh then he's he was dead
0: white hair. Dead. Well, yeah, but he's dead by this then.
1: Because Kenobi's long gone. Yeah. Yeah. So he's probably. But it
0: would have been cool to see Darth Maul or like really old man Darth Maul. Maybe we will. Who knows?
1: No, he Um, was really old when he faced uh, Kenobi, from what you could tell. So, like, again, this is where my knowledge of watching the, the cartoon series is there is a battle with them.
0: Well, I know he has like spider legs for a while and then he gets like real legs. He's almost like. Pinocchio. I was like, I'm a real boy. Um, but uh, I think it's cool that they're doing Docmir. I thought it was cool that they used the sisters. Um, yes. I like Thrawn. I like that Lars Mickelson is Thrawn. Um yeah. I uh, he pretty- he even
1: brings up the whole like every like he points out the the obvious thing of every general admiral guy and leadership in the empire underestimated the rebellion and the jedi and look what happened you know so this will be it'll be really interesting i honestly what i'd love to do is get ahsoka season 2 but i would really like to see some sort of spinoff with thrawn in his own series like a a bad guy based series i would love to know like watch it his calculating evilness go on for like 8 episodes i can watch that i find him fascinating considering he has no jedi powers whatsoever all he does is he's a really good general that's really cunning that's it he's got nothing else
0: <laughs> did you know that one of the the sister witches is the the Borg Queen from Picard.
1: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just found that out. Pretty sweet. There you go. So um but yeah overall like overall I, I give it like an eight and a half out of nine.
1: Like yeah, I really yeah it's I'd probably go around like the same it. route. Yeah it was yeah. solid. Uh, yeah. It I I have to say so far like other than like the first couple seasons of, Amanda, of the mandalorian this is probably like second or third best star wars series that the disney plus shows have done so far not like right. not counting marvel i'm just talking star wars
0: right right like, right i mean and, i i don't know like i think my favorite star wars show actually was obi-wan um cuz i never finished andor although i heard it was really good um like i i agree though this is probably top 2 if not top 3 for sure yeah um and then mando season 2 i really liked um actually i like season 3 kind of too um but season 1 to me was weird cuz it was just kind of like kind of like, where the fuck is this show going? Well, like, I
1: think that's so what fun. made it good, though, because we didn't know yeah. where it was going. So, uh, Yeah, but, but... It,
0: it took a little too long, and I really don't like Grogu as a character. But... <laughs> it's purely there to get your significant others and children to watch.
1: Which is fun, because it's Star Wars. They they want to include everybody. Um... Why they
0: nerf Groot.
1: <laughs> But uh, really another series that came out this week that I watched, since you always talk about the Star Wars stuff, was uh, they did a new Castlevania spinoff series, oh. yeah, and it is really good, and it's only the part one, I guess, and it's only eight episodes. I got, I finished watching it. Uh, if you love that first like series of Castlevania. You're gonna like this too. Solid.
0: Like the the black, white, and red animated one.
1: No 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 no, it's not black, white, red. Castle yeah
0: it like was on Netflix? Yeah. Yes.
1: It's not black, it, white, it's red. Like, it's color. Yep. It's color. Is it? Yeah. No. I swear I, you I'm just not. see a lot of red because there is a lot of gore. No.
0: <laughs> I didn't watch a lot of it. I didn't really like the animation. So I'm not really into anime animation. Well, but I know for okay.
1: the video gamers who are a big, okay. Okay. big Castlevania and they they love this, this the original story. This is years later, like this is going this is happening during the French Revolution, so now you're in like 1700s Europe. So
0: it's not Simon right. Belmont, but which Belmont would it be?
1: Uh, it is Richter belmont oh uh and it's it's solid like it's a solid concept solid bad guy um new good guys um it's it's really really good like because all the new characters are going through pains of their own Uh, a lot about slavery because one of the uh, Heroes is a slave from the Americas that travels to Europe to help hunt the stop these vampires. uh But it's it's a solid story. I really liked it. I can't wait for part two. <laughs> so this is only part one. So we'll see how it get, where, where it gets in. Netflix is doing only like parts of seasons now, and it 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 irritates the shit out of me. But uh, it's netflix uh, it's it's going to
0: although I uh, again i right.
1: i'm to i'm gonna say shame on you netflix apparently they released they're gonna raise their rates again and this time they're blaming it on the writer's strike hmm. they're saying because the writers are gonna make money we're gonna jack up your subscriptions so uh All I gotta say is, I hope you greedy people, greedy CEOs, stop this. You're gonna lose a ton of money when people stop using your product. All I gotta say on that one,
0: it hasn't happened yet. Uh, But uh, I caught the boys um, Gen V the first three episodes. Holy crap! Was that? It was. Oh yeah very boyish, not quite as sexualized because it's like college kids. Um but there's definitely a shrinking person who like is totally like hanging onto a penis and punching balls. Um it was quite entertaining. Um <laughs> uh, so if you're if you're waiting for that
1: season four to come out. Yes, um
0: Susan Make Ford. sure you check out Gen V on
1: Amazon. Yes. It's really, it's that, and I love the animated, the animated boys thing that they did. That was a, that was diabolical. Fun. Yeah, that was. Really yes, good. I thought that was excellent. All right. Yeah. So well, if you're always looking for something, since we kind of going through a, we are going to hit that lull of, oh crap, there's nothing on television or nothing on streaming. You know.
0: <laughs> also, because of the writer's strike. Yes. <laughs>
1: Although, Um, you know, again, congratulations on all these writers getting their jobs, getting exactly what they wanted. They said they got like 90 percent, over 90 percent of what they were asking is being given to them, which you never hear in a strike. So good on them. Good on them. So, All right.
0: Well, I have another meeting to get to in 10 minutes, so we're going to wrap this up. Um.
1: Hey, Thanks for watching. <laughs>
0: so you uh, go check out your local shop. Make sure you check out uh, our Waterfront store on Saturday for the anniversary sale. Um, mm-hmm. Follow us on social media. Follow us personally on social media. And
1: um, yeah, come and find come and find us. It's, we're not that hard to find. Sure. So,
0: all right, cool guys. We'll see you uh, in two weeks. And we'll give you the full New York free uh, review. Cool. Enjoy your break, guys. Thanks.